Welcome to Let's Get Writing, the podcast that explores the creative process of writing from books, scripts, plays, and poems to songs and blogs. This series focuses on authors, publishers, and artists. Catherine's guests share their process of writing in all its forms. Listen along to discover the personal journeys behind their work. Explore options from indie to traditional publishing and learn tips and secrets to inspire you. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. I'm your host, Catherine Musso. This is a show dedicated to writing in all its forms, whether it's poetry, novels, uh, screenplays, or in the case of what we're going to talk about today, playwriting. And what we want to do is inspire you if you have ideas or doubts, hopefully we can take those away, and encourage you to get those ideas out of your head onto paper, and I think I have just the guy to help me do that. <laughs> Paul David Power, welcome to Let's Get Writing. Uh, thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. You're based in St. John's, Newfoundland, but yeah, right now in particular, you're on the road. So let's hear a little bit, uh, let people know who you are and what you're doing. Well, uh, yeah, we're currently on the road touring a, a play that I wrote called Crippled. Uh, we're on what's called the Arts and Culture Center tours. So mm -hmm. uh, Arts and Culture Centers have been great in sending us across the island. So we've been performing my show Crippled. Um, we just finished up in, in Gander and uh, here in uh, Grand Falls Windsor. And we're off to uh, Stephenville and Cornerbrook in the coming days. Yeah, those are coming up. The dates, I think, for Stephenville are March 7th and Cornerbrook. March 10th, and I have to say this, I saw your play last <coughs> night, and I also had the opportunity to be part of a workshop, which you, I have so much to say here, but you <laughs> so very generously did that. You came into the community and you offered an opportunity for writers here locally um, who want to know more about playwriting, and you worked with us, and it was phenomenal. I loved it, so <laughs> yeah, so we spent yesterday yeah. together for about six or seven hours and uh, I, I talked to the group uh, from Grand Falls uh, online yeah. uh, leading yeah. up to that and um, you know Crippled is a personal story and um, I'll, I'll talk more about that in, in a minute um, if you like, but um, uh, sharing um, the participants of the workshops also shared their own personal stories. That's what the workshops were about. It they were called uh, "Everyone Has a Story." So um, I asked or challenged people to some milestone in your life, um, some hardship or, or challenge, and the diversity of stories and the diversity yeah. of personalities was great. And the opportunity to, to work with you because I think your experience, you were so able to take what we had written and just pull from it those of what you call gems. I call it like you're pulling a thread mm -hmm. and you would pull that out and challenge us to write it better. And that's what got me thinking like I wonder what his play is going to be like because it was a personal story. And, and then you gave us so many pointers on how to add more depth and character and ideas with what we were doing to make our work better. And then I went to your play last night and I think I just sat there, probably had my mouth hanging open for the <laughs> whole time. It was beautifully written, Thank you. beautifully told, and beautifully acted. It was a performance that if, uh, I have to say if people haven't seen it, they need to see it. Thank you. A fabulous work. And so you wrote from personal experience. Let's talk a little bit about that because I think um, that's a big part of, of, of an author's uh, work somewhere, some of us. Some part of us goes into our work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I've been involved in in the local art scene for for many many years. Um, based out of St. John's, 
as an actor and a playwright and um, that's my background. I went to uh, Memorial University and, and I, I did an English degree with a concentration in theater. Um, and uh, I, I've been writing for over 25 years in, in different mediums, um, including plays. Uh, my, my writing career has gone from uh, the arts to uh, writing um, for, for government and uh, private sector, all mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. But about, um, about five years ago, five or six years ago, I decided to make uh, the arts and playwriting my, my full-time job again. And the reason I did that was uh, in 2013, <coughs> I had um, my partner, Jonathan, uh, we were together for nine years, uh, suddenly passed away. Uh, it, it was an aortic dissection, so uh, it, it was a very sudden passing. Mm -hmm. um, and I started this, what we call a, a grief journey that never seems to end. and. All that questioning about life and and you know your perspective changes when something like that happens about what's important in life and I, I decided um, you know none of us can guarantee we're going to be here tomorrow none of us can guarantee we're going to be here in five minutes and um, I decided you know I didn't want to spend one more moment of my life uh, putting effort into something that I don't like mm -hmm. or, or doesn't uh, excite me so that's why I decided to go back to the arts uh, full-time and uh, start uh, uh, writing a play called Crippled. Um, it also stemmed from the loss of Jonathan as, as an artist, as a writer. I, I find it really a lot easier to express myself on the page than verbally or in a counseling session or whatever. Uh, it, it, it's, <laughs> like a it's like a counseling session in some ways. Some of the writing that we did with you in the workshop mm -hmm. um, to deal with things we'd experienced and then sort through it and how, how it is, it is a form of counseling. Absolutely. Yeah. Self-counseling yeah. is a beautiful form. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, well, that, that's, that's, and that's what Crippled is about, or, mm -hmm. or what I found. I started writing this play back in, um, I think, 2014 or 15, and, and it was more of a means uh, as, as a healing process. And it's a great example of how art and, and creation can really heal um, as well as entertain. And I started writing Cripple because I had so many unanswered questions of losing my partner and mm -hmm. things I wanted to ask or things I never got a chance to say. And it was a it was a real cathartic thing to be able to say what I wanted to say or, or ask what I wanted to ask to Jonathan through my writing and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, a plays dialogue. And at first it, it was just for me. And somewhere along the, the way, it started evolving into a, a full-length play um, that I've been working on for the past five years. Well, that you know what? The, the five-year thing is good to know because it's such a good play, and I'm glad you worked hard <laughs> at that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, because, it, I mean, I thought, it, it, I mean, it's, it's so evolved. And uh, if you sat down and did that in 24 hours, I would cry, I think, and give up. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but that is the way it is with art. Sometimes there's a story beforehand, and, um, you know, we hear about, oh, yeah, someone had this great success with something, but there's always so much backstory that goes behind what we create, what we, what we do as wordsmiths mm -hmm. and, and those emotions. So it, mu it must have been really something to be part of it on so many levels as a writer, as an actor, and to be so closely connected with the play. And right now you're touring. We are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what about the the process of 
the writing when you started did you you know did you have a vision for what it is like now from the very beginning how, how did it how did it unfold for you I don't want to give away spoilers, so I'll, I'll try to oh, answer this yeah. without doing that. But yes. um, <laughs> um, it, no, it was a real process. And like I said, I, I didn't know what it was going to be. Um, I, I knew I wanted to write something um, to capture all this grief mm -hmm. and journey that I was experiencing in life. And I wanted to get it out. And um, I, I sat down and started writing. And um, I, all I knew was I, I wanted to deal with that. And I had, an, I had in my head where I was going to end up in the way of the end of the play. Mm -hmm. And um, the first time I sat down and wrote the play, I had gotten a grant for it actually to write it. So I had to write it, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I wrote, sat down and I wrote everything I wanted to get out and it ended up being nine pages. And frustration ensued. And mm -hmm. I was like, that's nine pages. That's, there's, not, there's nothing else here I have left to say. Right. And this is not a full-length play, and um, I don't really have a story here. And um, I, I, I wrote that first draft. I, I have a great uh, drama, uh, dramaturge, uh, Robert Chafe, who's mm -hmm. an incredible writer um, uh, based in Newfoundland. And he's the one who really challenged me to, to go deeper in, in what I was writing and um, let go of that sense of you don't have enough to tell. Everybody has a lot to tell. I, I think it's just uh, having that braveness to go deeper into what you're telling. Um, and he challenged me. You know, I might have had a line that said, you know, that day I was really upset and it was hurt. Mm -hmm. um, and he would challenge me, to, okay, so I want you to um, think about when you were writing that, how were you feeling? Uh, what was going through your head? Uh, describe that day. And uh, all of a sudden, um, a, a three-line thing became like a page. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really enjoyed that uh, creation process of discovering that and what we call like a rant mm -hmm. and uh, just uh, expressing everything you're feeling as a writer, not, not just the fictitious or biographical world you're creating, but um, uh, what you are feeling exactly when you write and uh, what, what, what emotions come out when you write that word or, or that sentence. And, if you're truthful with yourself and go into that sort of rant, uh, there's a lot of nuggets and everything you can find. Uh, and that really was my process uh, to come up with from an 11 page script to whatever it is, 32 pages. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a really big artistic journey. Yeah, and it, the thing is what, what we touched upon is, is sort of the show don't tell, like go deeper, find out how you can show those feelings. And particularly with theater, I'm thinking you have more license in the way that, well, how would I show that or how do I express it? And, and it's interesting, and you do it all with three characters. Mm -hmm. and, and I know it's a very heavy topic, but y and you cover so many things in there, and you also do it in a way that's <coughs> absolutely beautiful. It's not something that you would want to sit through and go, oh, I'm uncomfortable or anything. It's just like, oh, I, I understand this character. I feel, I feel what they would be feeling and, you know, I want, I want things for them. I want things to be better for them. Right. You know, like you did that. You did all that. And Thank more. You. And more. <laughs> <laughs> go see the play. I keep telling <laughs> people, go see it. It's so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But also the topic crippled. I mean, you you work in the industry and you work in an industry. Um, I guess uh, the b I don't know the best way to describe it is sort of diversity in mainstream theater and so on. Can we talk about that a bit? What what is what is the situation in theater these days, and how did you find that? 
Well, see, crippled is my own story about uh, losing my partner um, and uh, finding myself on the, the St. John's waterfront contemplating life and mm -hmm. do, I need, do I want to go on? So it, it's a lot about grief. Um, but also, because it's my own story, um, I was challenged to stay truthful to who I am and my identity. And so, um, I, I don't know if your viewers can see me or not, but um, I, I live with a disability, so which uh, requires the use of uh, leg braces and crutches to get around. And so, along with, with the grief component in Crippled, I also stay true to uh, exploring identity, living with a disability, um, which, um, what I love most about the play and um, what I've seen um, through the years uh, when we uh, touch on disability in theater or in stories, um, most of the time it's these, uh, what I call inspirational porn, <laughs> which is uh, these feel-good stories, um, especially, you know, all the way through the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, if you were going to see any kind of diversity on stage or on our screens, especially when it came to disability, it was always about someone uh, overcoming that disability, mm -hmm. um, which is not a bad thing, but it, it, it almost became like a, a formula for story of, okay, the only time we're ever going to see uh, disability approached uh, on our screens or on our stages is if someone's encountered or lost uh, some, some kind of mobility um, or they were born with it, and that's a bad thing. And oh my gosh, what they, they're 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 not uh, as equal. Um, and then there's going to be some big revelation or some big cure mm -hmm. or something, and um, they're going to be uh, overcome that and be uh, now part of our society I instead of accepting this is just an identity and disability is disability and it's not something you have to overcome and it's not there for uh, people to feel good. Um, about that you manage to overcome or triumph. Um, it's, it's a respect of that's part of someone's identity, the same way you have brown hair, mm -hmm. um, or, or you're five foot two or you're six foot two. Um, it, it's it's, it's having that kind of that view about disability. And I think when we have that type of view, then, then we see more diversity on mm -hmm. our stages and our screens because it's no longer just about the disability. You know, it's, it's, it's about something else. Like someone with a disability can have all different facets in their lives. Like the character in Cripple that I play, uh, the facet of his life is he, he had a partner. Um, he's gay. He, um, he, uh, he lost his partner. Um, so much different facets of a life that has nothing to do with the disability. And um, that's sort of the uh, direction we're headed Mm -hmm. Or you see more of nowadays um, when we're talking about diversity on our screens or, or, or in theater. Um, it, but it's still a rarity. You know, I get a lot of attention for, for Crippled um, because it's still unique mm -hmm. that a lead character has a disability. The, the title of the play is Crippled, um, which in itself ignites discussion, mm -hmm. um, some anger <laughs> for the word crippled. Um, and, uh, but it's still considered like a unique product because we don't see it often. And I think you brought it out in the play. You said, well, you, uh, the other character um, had said to you, he said, your disability is, is not your disability. It's that you feel sorry for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, basically. And that was the crux of it. Yeah. He, it was what you were creating and feeling. And I think you handled it so well, and, and so you should. I mean, because you have a perspective that nobody else can have. And I think we can learn a lot from hearing your story right. in that play to give us the perspective <coughs> that we, we should have. 
be because we, you know, we hold back sometimes on things like that. We, we're like, well, we're not comfortable, or and that's what and that's what it's all about. But if it, if it's coming from you, if you yourself are not comfortable, or you are feeling sorry for yourself and not living the way that you can live, and you know, it's a, it's a really thought-provoking piece of work. Mm -hmm. But when you set out to do it, I mean, did you did you feel particularly challenged um, by it, or did you? like I, yeah I can do this uh, you mean like for the subject matter or yeah the whole thing um, here here's the most I don't um, the most challenging thing was um, not hiding behind a character uh, or a work of fiction uh, if we're talking about and any of your viewers who are interested in um, using their own life experience mm -hmm. um, or their story to tell um, it, it's scary uh, we, as writers, we hide behind characters or we hide behind um, fictitious settings um, that doesn't, even, even if we're basing a story on something we've experienced, there's that, there's that safety net mm -hmm. if we're creating a character to tell that story. It's, it's, it's another, uh, you're shaving off all the uh, uh, armor that's protecting you when, when you go into uh, revealing it, it's you up there and, and it's your story. So the most challenging thing for me for Crippled that my uh, dramaturge, uh, challenged me to do was use my own name and put yourself out and there. put myself out there mm. and you know I remember I wrote you know he's like why, why why is why is you know you're up there telling your story I act in the play as well why why are you using this name why, why aren't you using Paul and it, it I didn't like it at all I didn't like that question at all and I was like oh I don't want to use my own name and th that's just that's just getting a bit too personal and doesn't always make sense you know but yeah um, and and he 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 challenged me to to reveal that and uh, and I think it also helps in uh, capitalizing on the genre of theater so there's no other genre um, when we're talking about dialogue and dramatic works mm -hmm. um, if we're comparing that to the TV screen or movies or whatever theater is in the moment it's it's live and you have a live audience there and I think revealing you know this is my story and 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 uh, taking off that armor uh, it makes a real good connection with the live audience that, mm -hmm. that is there and you work a lot with the the fact of the live audience and that's one thing I, I, I like about theater that I did want to ask you about when you're writing and you're doing your play and I know there's drafts but after you perform it the very first time you perform it mm -hmm. perform the play and the audience laughs at certain places and you go I didn't expect them to laugh there or I wanted them to laugh there how much does that affect what you write do you go back and you edit things based on that initial feedback or what it, what about that well that's part of the writing process too so uh, like I said we we've, we've been working on this for like five years mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of workshops and uh, what what we do uh, when I mean by workshops is you know write, write a few drafts then have some actors around so you can hear how it sounds we did a, a table read of crippled back in um, oh I think it was 2017 and uh, had an audience it was just a table read mm -hmm. and it got the gauge totally uh, how the audiences reacted to certain things and I always think I'm funny but <laughs> sometimes the audiences don't <laughs> and um, um, uh, also uh, the initial draft of uh, Crippled when we had that first table read mm -hmm. uh, Crippled is a three-person show got, I got two great uh, actors with me Pat Dempsey and, and Matt White who are incredible but originally the show had five characters and, and, and those those 
five characters or actors were, were playing multi-characters as well uh, or transformed into mm -hmm. different characters. Um, and what I learned from that reading is it was too, cr it was too crowded. And uh, I also learned, um, you know, a lot can be achieved with um, a look or um, a, a good strong piece of dialogue rather than introducing multiple characters to convey the message. Um, I learned that through the workshops. Um, the funniest thing is that there's this one joke in Crippled, and uh, uh, Pat Dempsey, my, 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 my co-star there, um, it, it's a, a tongue-in-cheek joke. I thought it was funny, and um, it's never got a laugh. Never. Never, ever, ever. And, um, but it's, it's because we're performing it, it, it's, it has transformed into uh, a line now that um, we expect is not going to get a laugh. So we, we, make, we poke fun at that. And, and so it's like there is a way the audience uh, reaction has dictated uh, how, how the line is presented or, or changed the, mean, the meaning of the line. So now it's more of a corny uh, sharing thing between the two characters rather than a joke that the audience is supposed to laugh mm -hmm. at. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's a very cool thing about writing for theater. I'm, I'm so inspired by your play and by the workshop. This is like, I've got to do this. I have <laughs> to do this. Um, and also, I like the fact that you, as part of the play, sort of break that barrier between the actors and the audience. I don't know, am I allowed to say this? I don't want to give anything well, away. But you, much, right? All right, you experiment. Yeah, yeah. You experiment with some different things. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. And you're not afraid to to take some chances that way, and it works. Well, I, I learned uh, through through my through my dramaturge Robert Chafe and. Um, uh, he had me do like a lot of research, and so there's um, there's something that's called a, um, a term called a well-made play, mm -hmm. which means that um, a well-made play is what you expect, right? It has it has a good introduction where you introduce all the characters, uh, probably some backstory. Then you introduce the conflict. Uh, there's a crescendo uh, to the conflict, and then there's a resolution. That's right. a nice little structure and 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 very neat, and everybody expects it. Um, believe it or not, that's not what you should be going for a, as a writer in, in theater. Um, it's kind of lazy um, because, like I said before, theater is an in-person experience and uh, it's, it's, it's an opportunity to break down that fourth wall and actually give your live audience an experience with, with live actors. And so that's what we do in Crippled. Uh, we, we break down that fourth wall and um, um, from all the feedback I've gotten, we transform it from a, a passive story that you come in and watch and you've got the safety of that fourth wall as an mm -hmm. impartial audience member and you become sort of part of the play and uh, you're experiencing the emotions that the characters are also experiencing because we draw the audience in and uh, they become part of it. You don't totally understand what that means. You should come <laughs> see the show to figure it out. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, so I mean, you're an inspiration. Are you offering workshops to people in general? Can people? They can. You have Power Productions. I do. And that's your other. Is it under that um, company that you offer training and so on? Well, I'm just getting into now. Um, so, uh, the arts and culture centers were mm -hmm. good enough to also um, encourage us to connect with the community. So, we're doing. Um, I'm doing writing workshops while we're doing this tour, mm -hmm. um, especially with your group here in Grand Falls, Windsor. Um, I've experienced how much I, I loved it. Mm -hmm. um, I'd love to do more. And um, you know, it's funny. I was just on an email. We were performing in Nova Scotia in in May, mm -hmm. and I just got a request based on the, uh, that same format of Watch Your Stories. So. Um, but Power Productions is my company, 
and definitely more workshops. And Power Productions is also committed to, uh, we were talking about earlier, diversity. Mm -hmm. um, through my research and, and travels, um, I discovered the Atlantic region of Canada. It doesn't have a lot going on when it comes to leadership for diversity in theater, mm -hmm. uh, meaning disability. Uh, there's a lot going on in Ontario. Well, it's not a lot going on. There's more going on in Ontario. There's more going on out, out west mm -hmm. than here. Um, we still have a long ways to go, but, but there was no uh, leader. So I created Power Productions to um, encourage people who identify with some kind of disability to get involved in theater because that encouragement isn't there. Mm -hmm. Because theater, for the most part, is not accessible, whether it's uh, where you hold auditions. Um, if, if you want to do your theater tech, you can't get up to the, uh, to the sound booth on top of the stairs. Um, and a lot of the times, people um, who aren't physically perfect mm -hmm. <laughs> are not encouraged to audition. Or if they do audition, um, it's very rare that a director can uh, look beyond what probably they had in their mind, which is not someone with a disability, and cast someone with a disability. So um, my company is all dedicated to fostering that. And wow. Yeah. Well, it's good that we're going to have a leader in Atlantic Canada. We <laughs> lag behind in some ways. And and you know we're, we'll, we'll be holding you to that because I think you are the right person for that. But you know um, I have some information about you that I don't know if you know that I have. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you had a birthday yesterday. I, I did have a birthday. You did yeah. have a birthday. Well, you and, and so we want to recognize that. <laughs> I've called in. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Paul. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Can I make a wish? Yes. Come to the show. That's my wish. Yay. All right. So, well, thank you very much, everyone. And this is just to give give you an idea. You guys are a close knit group, and. Uh, Oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't lick the candle <laughs> and put it back. <laughs> and uh, you know, some members of the the show. We've got Matt here and Ro Robert, Robert Gauthier. The lighting yes, the lighting designer. And of course, I've done a show with um, <laughs> Pat, Pat Dempsey. Right. I'm bad on names under pressure, <laughs> but um, they all wanted to do this to I'm recognize sure they did. it. Yeah, they said they were doing something. <laughs> Every, every day, and I said, okay, we can cut the interview short a bit for this, <laughs> because it shows what it is to be working on a production and the kind of closeness that comes from it and support. And uh, so I think they love you. At least at this moment, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least at this moment, and we really appreciate you coming in to do this. So I know out there everyone who's intrigued um, is gonna see the play, but they also wanna know how they can reach you. So very quickly, crippled.ca and powerproductionsnl at gmail.com. That's correct. That's it. Yeah, so I'm giving it out. that out. It's on the screen. Uh, wonderful, great people. Make sure you check out the show. And if you're watching from Nova Scotia, go there. Anyway, thanks for joining us. And let's get writing. We're going to just keep on writing. Thank you <laughs> awesome. so much. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you, so please let us know what you thought of this episode and share your ideas for future guests or topics. You can email us at letsgetwriting at katherinetaylor.ca. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. If you love this episode, share it with a friend. Until next time, believe in yourself and let's get writing.